first of all, boundaries and access are intrinsically related. So dumb it down and use science. Don't make a bigger problem bigger. Make that bigger problem smaller by stepping back and seeing it in its entirety. What do I mean by that? If we talk about access and we talk about boundaries as being a threshold, a literal doorway between two areas, okay, why would we have to set that up? Because we're humans and we have to set boundaries for our belongings and for our house uh, and for our work relationships and for our body and for our emotions and for all of our relationships. If, if not, uh, then we would be like the monkey kingdom where uh, the head monkey depends. Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today, we are talking about access and boundaries, which are two important concepts that are inextricably linked to one another. All criminals, terrorists, insurgents, or even people just trying to sell you something need to have access to you, whether they intend to victimize you or get you to buy something. So if you look at different types of crimes through the lens of access, it makes it easier to understand how people commit illegal acts versus looking at all of the potential reasons why they would commit an illegal act. If we add on top of that a better understanding of boundaries, you'll be able to identify pre-event indications of danger or opportunity no matter what situation you find yourself in. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, Greg, we will go ahead and get started this morning. Today, we're talking about something that we've discussed, uh, well, we've discussed a lot uh, uh, in, in different episodes, but kind of never really specifically. But today, we're talking about access well two things Mm -hmm. access and boundaries and why we're talking about this is from some news articles that we've seen where people kind of get things wrong when it comes to sort of like victimization and why people choose certain targets and how they predate on people and you know a lot of times these uh uh, these kind of analysis can get into you know any different type of psychological reasons behind stuff or different ideological reasons and why we do stuff and we try to break it down simply into to what we call access meaning all um criminals terrorists insurgents if they're going to commit a crime they have to have access to the person the, the victim or the the facility the building what whatever it is right they have to, so true. Have, to have access and if they don't have access um, they will use dis- different methods to create access. So if I look at it from from that that criminal sort of perspective, it's like, okay, I got to have access. But then if I look at it from kind of the other side of the coin, that's kind of when the boundaries come in, right? I have to think it, think about it from 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 boundaries. So uh, we're we're going to be that's basically kind of big picture what we're talking about. Like I said, we've discussed this more on on other other podcasts, and obviously when we're when we're class training, we talk about you know sophistication and organization levels of 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 a criminal terrorist or insurgent and how to understand that and then yeah. when i add that in with access that's how mm-hmm. i can see things starting to come together but we'll sort of kind of keep it within this this whole access and boundaries thing today because um when we get these things wrong and how we look at different crimes it really i, I know people are just 
for the most part, they're trying to understand it, right? They're going, why would mm -hmm. why would a you know uh, a high school teacher predate on a child? I would never do that. That's insane to me. So so there's You're exactly fear, right. There's, there's you fear are in exact, there. Yeah, you know, right. there's fear in there. I don't understand it. Why would you do that? And then so someone comes in and tries to give some kind of weird explanation, and then they go, okay, well then. The, you know, the 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 basket, the the girls basketball coach at every high school in the United States is more likely to be a pedophile. It's like, well, no, no, that's 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 the wrong Stop way to look at it. Science. That's not right. how that that's not how that works. Um, and, and so what it is, is it, it's about access and creating access. And if that's what you're going to do, there's only so many places you can do it. So uh, it, that this also helps the way we talk about it helps with understanding the crime understanding the perpetrator so that I can actually have some sort of clear takeaways on how to prevent these things, right? If I look at it using this terminology, uh, I'm less likely to get it wrong and and it doesn't limit me to one type of crime, right? I don't just go, okay, this is for catching you know, uh, uh, human traffickers, or this is for catching uh, bank robbers, or this is for, no, it's, it's, it's just understanding how understanding human behavior at a general level, right? And so then I can apply it to whatever domain that I'm in, in a sense. So that's kind of big picture what I'm talking about, but I want to throw it to you to kind of kind of kick things off. Holy crap, do I have so much written down just in that first couple of moments of intro. First of all, boundaries and 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 access are intrinsically related. So dumb it down and use science. Don't make a bigger problem bigger. Make that bigger problem smaller by stepping back and seeing it in its entirety. What do I mean by that? If we talk about access and we talk about boundaries as being a threshold, a literal doorway between two areas, okay? Why would we have to set that up? Because we're humans and we have to set boundaries for our belongings and, and for our house uh, and for our work relationships and for our body and, and for our emotions and and for all of our relationships. If if not, why? Uh, then we would be like the monkey kingdom yeah. where uh, the head monkey just bends the other yeah. monkey over day, day long, you know, throwing yeah. shit at each other. It would be chaos, Brian. We have and, to have those in order. And those change depending on the relationship, right? Depending and on the, the length of a relationship yeah. and whether it's familial and whether it's a first person that we met that day, right? Like if I walked out in the parking lot and I saw you with your foot on my bumper of my car, Okay, I would have a different reaction to if I walk out and found a complete stranger doing right, that. Right. So, so that's a scope that we have to look through, right? And while we're looking through that scope, we're going to hold other lenses to make it more clear or less clear. Here we're back at the uh, full raptor. So setting boundaries is different uh, uh, when we're talking about our belongings in our house than setting healthy boundaries when we're talking about our bodies and our relationship, right? So they're in the same vein. They're in yeah. the same file folder, Brian. They're in the same ice cube tray, right? But now guess what? They're a little bit different, aren't they? And, and without boundaries, um, if I allow everyone to have access to me all the time, it's hard for me to remain an individual. It's hard for me to remain independent. It's hard for me to be self-aware. And now, now anybody that's met Brian and I or know us for any length of time know that to get to me, you got to get through Brian. But, but that has nothing to do that I'm standoffish. That has everything to do with Brian is the organization. Brian is highly organized. I'm low organization, <laughs> low sophistication. So to get access to me, Brian is my filter. 
And I welcome that because that fixes a lot of the things that could go wrong in our relationship and our business. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, so, it makes so, my life easier. Of course it does. Of course it does. <laughs> I, don't actually... come to you, I don't come to you and dump a bunch of files on your desk and go, by the way, there's, there's magic in there somewhere. Go. Right. 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 So, so, but, but I think it's uh, uh, how we have to teach people how to treat us and a way that uh, 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 people are showing and exposing their level of uh, uh, access and vulnerability daily. And, and I'll give it to you in a story. Andrew Zimmern is the worst person on the face of the planet, uh, a former like heroin addict. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, so it's not exact. And I'm just uh, doing it. Uh, 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 you do your own research and come to your own decisions. Uh, but uh, the guy uh, as a chef and as uh, a person that can rate and gauge other chefs, he's a genius. Okay. So I didn't like him uh, a lot like uh, uh, other, other chefs that I've run into over my life. You know, we had Chef Week at the ranch. So I meet a lot of these folks, right? So he has a show that I absolutely hate where he goes and eats the eyeballs of the goat and the uh, testicles of the ram and all the, it's just not my thing. But he has another show, Bizarre Foods, Delicious Destinations, that's the single best show on television. He gives the history behind it, the people behind it, the, you know, how these things are made and what the historical perspective and why, you know, this in Poland is exactly the same thing as China. He's like us, Brian, in the food world. In the food world. I got okay. you. Okay. So, so if I want to be grossed out, I would access his bizarre foods. If I want to be pissed off, I would access his history and say, hey, I don't need to know your fucking history and how it, you know, propelled you to greatness now. And if I want to be turned on and have a great half an hour, I tune in to the delicious destinations. What does that mean? That means that there's something for everybody out there, but I have to tune into the frequency, Brian, that I'm searching for. So if I'm a pedophile and I fantasize about young boys kneeling down and opening their mouths in front of me, and folks, this is going to get uh, uh, R-rated fast, okay? I have a limited number of right. delicious destinations to go to. I can't be a librarian and have that situation show up naturally. I can't be a baseball coach and have that show up naturally, but I can certainly be a priest. Okay. And, and be teaching uh, a kid that way. Now, Brian, did I just say that all priests are pedophiles? No. no so th that that's, doesn't hold that, water. That, that, and, and, and that's, that's the issue is then how yeah. we look at it. We go, okay, well now you're, you're a, a, a priest. So you're more likely to be a pedophile. It's like, well, no, 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 no. that's not, that's not how that works. It's just, but if I'm one going, is, has to have a relationship to create the other, because if right? I was going to look for that pedophile, I, yep. I can't, I, I, I'll have an easier time finding them where they have access to their victims. Exactly. So look, I want you alone. And, and folks, this has nothing to do with the show. I'm finally coming out of the closet <laughs> and asking Brian uh, for a relationship. No, I want you alone, Brian. And I also want you provocatively dressed. And I want you to completely relax around me. And then I'm going to ply my trade by raping and murdering you. Now, if I tell you that, at the Denny's, you get yeah. what I'm trying yeah. to say. Well, we're hard. having yeah. to make Hamlet. Okay. I don't know if that's a thing, but if it is, it's hilarious. Um, you're probably going to say no. Okay. No matter how much royal hypnol I put in your, your breakfast right. eggs, yeah. you're probably going to say no. Now I come up to gain access with a very highly organized, low sophisticated way. What is that way? I'm a photographer, Brian. 
and I'll tell you what, you've got the, the face, man. I could really make some money off of you, and I think you'd be happy with it. So the very first thing we do is I take a couple of pictures of you in the Denny's, then in the parking lot, and I say, hey, do me a favor. Come by the studio a little bit later. Right. I take a couple there at the studio, and I go, hey, maybe you should wear these boxer shorts and this T-shirt. Okay, yeah. and what we do is we start breaking down those boundaries, and I say, hey, I got this place out in the desert. And we're going to have the yuccas in the background and the mountains in the sky. Right. And the next thing you know, I'm strangling you out and there is no safe word. You get what I'm trying to say? And they never see from, and you're going, well, wait a minute. That sounds very complicated. It's not, it's not it's time. It's, it, it's it, it time is. and distance. If you manipulate to get the time and distance, you can be a pedophile or a murderer, or serial yeah. killer. How do you do that? You find out what your intended target is. How do I gain access to that intended target? And how do I, lower those boundaries right yeah, and, and, it, and it, that's the key isn't it i think that's the equation yeah and it was it was that's the, that's the uh uh jared from subway and coach sandusky uh um you know exactly playbook right there okay well how do i access victims well i know why don't we have a you know a a nonprofit organization that um you know that that focuses on disadvantaged youths who don't have mentors in their life and yeah, yeah. you know so, you, you see, you so, see how let's that parallel works. that hold on yeah. brian let's parallel that so i want immediate access right so I come up with a, we'll measure your kid's underwear and make sure that it's appropriate for them. Okay. And people are going to go immediately skeptical. What are you talking about? Right. Why are you going to, okay. So in other words, if I run down the hallway and grab your kid, I've got very little uh, uh, chance that I'm going to be able to molest that child. And I'm probably only going to be able to do it that one time. Get it? So, so the idea is if I want to apply my trade over time, I have to do it a little at a time. And that. Uh, we all know psychologically is referred to as grooming. So, yes. so grooming without access is worthless. It's a waste of time. I'm chasing my tail. So Brian, again, these things have to stack up. So what are we telling the savvy parent that's out there or HR person or uh, police investigator? We're telling them, look for that access. And if I don't have access, Brian, what am I going to do? You're gonna I'm going to make access, right? You're going to create it. And, and then, to. and then the, you know, you, you talk about, cause you brought up grooming is kind of, that's obviously what, what we're talking about. And, I, and that's another term now that people are just throwing Throw around everywhere. just like, okay, with, with, you know, it's like, how do you know someone doesn't know what that means is because they're, they're constantly saying that word exactly. and calling people a groomer. Exactly. It's like, wow. It's like the same, same way, you know, no one actually, who, who actually uh, uh, read uh, George Orwell's 1984, you know how, you know, if they didn't actually read the book, cause they're posting quotes on it. Right. <laughs> So, so the, yeah, that's they, so they, funny. They, they, but but you know what you're what you're getting into with with creating access and then grooming behavior because the, this this will happen for anything. This will happen. You know that that person will then groom other people around yep. them, which will help them gain access or apply their trade or do whatever. And, and so so if the other side of that coin is then boundaries, Greg, then then what what is how do I look at it? Okay. So you, you we, we kind of just laid out what access meant. We gave some yeah. examples, but that's really no different than, you know, gaining access to a school because you want to attack that school, gaining access to a bank because you want to rob the bank, right? There's steps Precisely. you have to take in order to gain access. There's only so many days and times you can do that if that's the type of crime you'd commit. So, so there's, 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 so let me be a dick. Yeah. Let me be a dick here. You are. And, and, and yeah, I am. Trust me, folks. And that's a scientific term and i poke you in the eye only to make you pay more attention not to to try to besmirch your good name 
But if you're a security guard, stop trying to be an executive and protection dignitary. Okay, uh, uh, try, stop trying to be because what happens is it's okay to be a security guard. It's okay that your job is to secure a physical location. But what happens is we have these 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 moments of grandiose thinking where we think that it's got to be this and it's more complicated and that this is about the look. If we spend all the time flipping that big tire and and doing the the, the ropes, we're going to be strong and hard to kill. But while we're there in the yard doing that, we're not paying attention to our surroundings sometimes. So paying attention to your surroundings is the first key. And I'm not talking just basic situation awareness. I'm talking about how can I gain access to you without you knowing it? Well, uh, in the military, I made a living off of finding snipers. Why? How does a sniper do that, Brian? A sniper does it with a bullet delivered at long range with a set of optics. So if I was going to investigate snipers, I could do it a number of ways. I could go out and learn everything there is about terminal ballistics or calibers or optics. And I, and you know me, Brian, yeah. I don't know shit about any yeah. of those. Okay. But you know what I do know? I know people. And I know that an ambush is a way that I can gain access to you without ever facing you. Because if I face you, Brian, not only do you yeah. know what I look like, but you might kick my yeah, ass. You might win. Okay. And, and you might win. So I can't take that chance. So what's the first rule of predating your kid? I have to isolate your kid. And you're going, well, we're going to see that right away. Now, because I do it over stages. I do it a little at a time. First of all, Instagram is isolating somebody. Social media is isolating somebody. Just me and just that person. And and now I isolate you with information. So, Brian, I I love that movie blank. Galaxy Quest. I saw Galaxy Quest at 2 o'clock in the morning last night. You've never heard of it, but it was on an MGM free weekend, so I taped it. And and uh, the uh, female from Aliens uh, was on it, Sigourney Weaver. And there was a line where she was saying, all the people ever remember is my boobs. And and so you and I are laughing about that now. And I go, do you like boobs? Well, do you like females with boobs? What I do is I have to break that down a little at a time. Because if I come at you all at once, yeah, you're going to put it, your yeah, it's, defenses it's, up. What right. are those? Those are boundaries. Exactly. Do you see how easy it is? So, so I can't trigger your boundary. Hey, an IED. You know the beauty of an IED? I be I build that IED in my basement in silence all alone. I choose which gets me off where I'm going to put it and when I'm going to put it. But if I put it in the middle of a football field on a yeah. Wednesday at seven in the morning, I'm probably not going to hurt anybody. So what do I do, Brian? I do the research. Where is the best access point for that bomb where I can be the furthest away from it, but I still want to know the, the results of it. And you're saying, what does an IED have to do with uh, a bank robber or a pedophile? It has everything to do with it. Yeah. And if you're an investigator or you're a parent, you should be writing this shit down because these are gems. And it's not gems because Brian and I are super intelligent. It's gems because in our experiences and in our training, what we found out in all of the research is that everybody follows that pattern, low level of sophistication, high level of organization and access. And access means that I got to make you lower your boundaries or I got to find a way in that you haven't anticipated that alone. Okay. Workplace violence and school shooters. Okay. Where are they going to come in, Brian? They're going to come in the door. How many times have we seen that? Even though they're reinforcing doors, they're, you know, like the, the new standard, I think, is six minutes. And, and don't hold me to that. It, it's a, a thing that I read that uh, the door has to withstand a, a complete uh, uh, assault and battery uh, against that door for six minutes to be considered uh, safe. Okay, you do that to the door, I'm coming in the window. 
And you're going, okay, but I've done the doors and the windows <laughs> and I put up a security gate. All I got to do is steal a car and back that son of a bitch through the cinder yeah. block wall yeah. that you're built. So, so what did we learn with the MRAP, Brian? We can keep making that MRAP bigger. Yeah. What did our opponents do? They built yeah. a bigger bomb to create access. Access is the key to all of this, Brian. No, and 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 that's why we're we're hitting it so hard with these different examples too. Because you know, if I look at it from that 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 standpoint, is like, okay, who am I giving? Who am I allowing access yes. to here? Who 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 is it? What do I even know about them? Do I want my kids around those people? Um, it, do, should I be around this person? Who am I? You know, and, and that comes with everything, not just you physically. The information you give, you know, um, you know, there, there's certain things. There's a lot of things I don't talk about with people just because I go, oh, I don't really want that person to know that piece of information in that access. vein of yeah. of of your life, and, not and, in all of your life, right? No, and 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 that's the thing is it it's dependent on upon the relationship and 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 what what that means to you. But yes, but when I start to use things like access and boundaries and use those those terms it, it it helps clarify it too because then it's it's not really it, it's um you know it's 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 a, it's a scientific way of looking at it so i'm i'm being as objective as possible i'm not looking at this person and going oh but i've known them and well they're the pastor at the local church and yes. the, the you know people we we create that through fundamental attribution errors we we create these these um personas of people that are just it, it, they make no sense it's like well that person never did well they were you know they they were in the military and then they were a yep. police officer and then they're the it's like that that has nothing to do with what we're talking about like so, what, so what you're you're putting that thinking that person's any different exactly than 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 the than, than the, the, the bum underneath the fucking highway overpass and it's like i you, you know i want to hope that i would be able to pick out the teacher that wants to rape my kid yeah I want to be able yeah, to do that. Able to okay. believe I can do that. Sure. But the problem is that that person is going to be the well camouflaged, nicest uh, liar that you've ever met. Why? Because the problem by my trade for a long time and not getting railed in a prison cell every 14 minutes. Okay. I have to be. So, so what does that mean? That means that we have to take a look at, for example, uh, I want to talk about two things very briefly. One is a public call office. I made a living on public call offices because in the most kinetic uh, Iraq, uh, people had, had never heard of them. And the terrorists were still getting information out, Brian, and they were sending videos and everybody was going, how are they doing that? Well, PCO is a public call office. They were going to the local uh, place in Iraq where you would pay somebody for an internet access and sending them. So if you wanted to find a terrorist or a criminal, I could take you right to them. But we didn't know that. We didn't know that they needed access to something else. So guess what? Everybody was operating at the big end of the funnel. All I did is focus them at the, the tinier end. So if that's true, Brian, that can be said for anything, for solving a problem using a quadratic equation or, or using math or anything else. And that's what we do is we do science. So I'll give you one more. I uh, read an article and, and uh, the article said, uh, hey, listen, every time you go to the mall, when you're walking through the parking lot, you knock on that van. <laughs> because that van might contain a kid that's being sex trafficked. Stop for just a second now oh, and before you show your how how ridiculous that remark is. But listen to me, folks. You're falling for other shit too. Because yeah, I read me. a thing that said there's a hundred dollar bill on a windshield. And and what it does is it makes the, the female stop for a minute, Brian, to get that hundred dollar bill. And while she's fumbling to put it in her wallet, she's gonna be kidnapped. Do me a favor. If you're chief of police, look in your agency for the last time that was a, a yeah, tactic. Okay. It, the people that are doing this, Brian, 
they're much more highly organized Here, and they're using the these, lowest sophisticated methods the, these, that can't be tracked. It, it's the, that's the, 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 the drugged or razor blades in the Halloween candy or exactly whatever. It's all fucking urban legend. Bullshit but why does that, it come up all the time? Because, because we're scared and they scared. know they'll you, appeal to you, us. Yeah. And that, that's the thing is, is people are fucking selling tickets to whatever they're selling tickets to, whether that's just clicks or likes or thumbs up. Whatever. And you have to be able to read but, that early but, on or guess it, what? You're going to click. The, You're going to like the, the biggest problem with all that junk is that it then we, we, it, it, it makes it, you know, so I can I actually understand it even less because now I'm looking for a fucking I'm 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 looking for the uh, what do you call it I'm, God I'm like up late last night with the baby I'm looking for the boogeyman you know what I mean it's, at that point you're just of making stuff up and it's like I I don't now I'm looking but, but for something that you're making exist. stuff up because of the chemical interactions of fear so the same thing with anger think about this you're mildly angry we're back at the Denny's. I don't know. I'm hungry. <laughs> and uh, we've got our egg Hamlet and we're sitting down and all of a sudden somebody bumped my chair when they walked by. And then I saw the person walk by and they looked back. Now they meant nothing by it. And they looked back because they didn't know that they bumped the chair. And now I'm going, did he just throw me a sign? Is that person looking? Because anger came up because I was surprised by the chair, Brian. What's happening is now these chemicals are racing through my system. So what happens next is all important. If I look at that and I start reading only the things that read, right, uh, a confirmation bias, that this person is trying to, to anger me, then I'm going to stand up and go, hey, man, you just bumped into my chair. And now it's going to be a fight. If I look and I go, hey, my bad. And the guy goes, no, man, I'm really sorry. So so. De-escalation is a process of understanding me. It has right. nothing to do with understanding right. you yet. And then the next thing is understanding the situation we're in. Then it's understanding you. But do we do that? No, because we don't understand that access to you was breached. And that's what caused the first anger. So, so access is more than a place. Access is a thing. So we tell people the parking lot. Why do we keep bringing up the parking lot? Because a person's got to get to the parking lot to get access to your front door. So if we spend some time and money there and we do some training there, then we're not going to have to have a shot spotter in the classroom and figure out who's got the keys so we can go in and save yeah. the kids. So yeah. why don't we talk about those, Brian? We don't talk about those because somebody's making money booting doors well, and ramming cars and selling tools. It's it's our and it, I think it's just innate in in human beings to to look for technological solutions. That's how we've survived. I mean, that's literally how, how we've is. gotten to this point. That's why we constantly innovate and we constantly want something better that's newer. And and we're looking at that and we're we're but when we do and that's always going to happen, which is fine. Yep. It's good. Like that. That's good for society. That's made lives easier. That's saved people's lives. That absolutely. You know what I mean? That, that that's a good thing. But that's oh, that's that's something that's innate in humans. It's going to happen, and we keep leaving stuff on the floor that we're not noticing and we're keep not not taking these simple cues sometimes or a simple way to look at it um um be in be and so therefore we we miss it and it continues to happen and, i agree and, and so you know when it comes to, to access and boundaries too you know i i look at it from you know, even that's even from a work perspective, like, ah, oh, crap, I want to, I want to get in touch with this guy. I think, I think that he might be interested in what we have. Like, let mm -hmm. me look around the periphery. Let me look at their LinkedIn and see who no I know that knows them. Let me see and ask around, Hey, we're going down to Texas. Who do I know that knows these folks down here? Hey, can you put me in touch? And the idea is gaining access to the right people through your own connections, you know, for the purposes of, you know, I want to set the, set the groundwork for where we're going. Yep. And, and if, and the reason why I bring up that example is, is, you know, if you look at 
at that, how, if you're listening right now, if you look at that, ways you do that in your own life, right? Uh, how, give Find some examples of where you're trying to gain access. It's probably for a good reason. I mean, I mean it's, not, it's not something nefarious. It's not it's, always it's, it's, illegal it's just, or bad, it, right? If you look at it from that way, you go, okay, I see. This is about access and what I'm doing. Who's trying to do that to me? Who's trying to do that to my kid? Who's trying to do that to, to these people over here? It becomes a little bit easier. And then we don't create that boogeyman. And we don't exactly. look at it as a person as this is the monster living in their mom's basement. It's like, no, it's not. It's the fucking teacher down the street that has You're exactly a job right and, and runs the youth camp. Like, this I'm is, sorry. This, like, is, <laughs> this, is not... this is where we get prostitution wrong. The prostitute, I've never. Okay. I was only a cop for 27 years, Brian. I've only been in the industry since I was, you know, basically 17, meaning human behavior, right? But I've never once heard, and folks, if you can correct me, please uh, uh, do your homework and reach out. I've never heard of a uh, uh, prostitute going into a Piggly Wiggly, uh, jumping up and grabbing the microphone and going, hey, I'll be your prostitute today. Anybody uh, just line <laughs> yeah. up? They don't go looking, okay? Yeah. They go to an area and allow access, Right. Because they lower their if, boundaries. If someone has seen that, just and, and you, send us that address to that piggly. Think about this for a minute, though. Okay, they don't have to do that. A drug dealer no. doesn't have to do that. We actively seek out those things, right? Yes. So when we look at that, we get it wrong. So the same thing, how do you find a sniper? How do you find a hooker? How do you find a gosh damn uh, uh, drug dealer? The idea is it's very simple when you use it. Baseline plus anomaly equals decision. And then you start looking at geographics. Then you start looking at atmospherics. Why, Brian? Because each one of those tools makes it more and more clear of the type of environment where, yeah. where in which they have to operate. So uh, why would a coach be more likely to molest kids? They're not. A molester becomes a coach because of access. It's yeah. not that all those years later, uh, uh, the family guy where uh, 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 Peter's the umpire on the Little League <laughs> and looks and goes, Tommy, you got the best ass on this field. Okay. That never happens. Where do you see yourself in five years uh, doing your son? Okay. We make off color jokes about those because somewhere in our heart and in our mind, we know that's not how it happens, Brian, but we don't understand we don't the under, process. We don't understand it. Right. And, and so once that, we understand it, the fear will abate. That's the well, good thing. Well, about we, it. we, we still do this, right? I still see the same junk out there today. Even, even for, for, um, you know, when you're teaching kids about, you know, drugs and partying and stuff like that you know when i was growing up it's like you know someone's going to offer you this and someone's going to do this and someone's going to come you have this image of this like yep. shady looking guy pulling up in a vehicle like hey kids want some beers and some pot or something it was like no it's your friend who's like dude you want to get high and drunk and you're like you know exactly. i mean like, this is not this is yep. this, it's, it's not how and, and the works. first time so the first so, time you're so like, scared, right. you go, no, you get what I'm trying to say. And so, the second time, it's like that he, kid Damone in Fast Times from Ridgemont yeah, High. You yeah. go, yeah, okay, all right. It's He's a Spicoli. A yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, no, you've, you got to go for Damone before you go for oh, Spicoli. Yeah, that's right. yeah, that's yeah, how it starts. Yeah. Damone is yeah. the gateway drug. Yeah. Right. So, well, that, well that's, that's another thing. It's like, oh, there's a gateway drug. So, other things like it's not real thing. Like, there's no, it's, it's not, one's not going to, all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, I want to, no, you're, you're, you might, you might be, more likely to become an addict or something right. you know you might have that genetic makeup you might have this but but we look at it so incorrectly and and that's it's and all it does is just makes it make it it makes it more difficult to see and identify those people yeah and that's why i hate all those stories yeah you saw the video or the one video the guy like go through a parking lot and knock on vans to see if there's like kidnapped children they're like right and there were 358 about? reposts and everybody that's <laughs> like looking at what it are you talking you want to do the right thing Look, why do people run? 
we, why do people run from you on foot when you're a cop? Because they do not want to grant you access. Yeah. Okay. They are saying that I deny, have a boundary for my belongings yeah. in yeah. my body. Okay. Why, why do people flee? Well, the number one reason that people flee, it goes from chased. like stolen cars. You're exactly right. <laughs> uh, stolen cars to DUI to DWS second. To, you, could, you could make a scientific list of those things. But none of those matter as much as the fact that I'm denying you access to me. So, so when you start thinking of it that way, what I like, Brian, is the lowest and least objectionable answer, lowest common denominator, least objectionable conclusion that we can draw from the information that we're given. That helps us set a scientific basis for what we're going to do next. We talk about it all the time with ML and MDCOA, most likely course of action, most dangerous course of action. If I walk up on this car, Brian, and the guy's got his license and registration ready and the window's down and vehicles in park and and he's pulled off the road appropriately and he goes look i know i was speeding i really can't use a, another uh, ticket for my insurance you're most likely going to have this type of situation if it comes up what's this about this is bullshit my window's half up yeah. i had to turn my radio down it's likely going to turn into a sit shit sandwich and we call it an md call so why wouldn't i look for that in my own kid or neighborhood if we're looking for a sniper or a drug dealer or a, again why prostitution is playing it straight. The idea is if my kid becomes more distant, if my family member starts tuning out to the other thing that's around, it's different from my baseline and it's going to be a suicide or they're getting molested or guess what? They're just going to try a new hair color and they want to spring it on you and it's going to be a surprise. But it means that something yeah. is coming. Yeah. And, and I love your point that it's not always criminal. Then why do we have podcasts about it? Because that's all we can do. Because if we had podcasts about sunny, rosy shit all the time and platitudes and flowers, you wouldn't tune in all the time. OK, so we've got to be talking about those things that impact your life adversely. Right. Okay? Yeah. Or you're not going to want to tune in. You know, and and um, and the the way because you, you, you brought up like, you know, we, when we talk about this stuff, we always bring in the access organization sophistication yep. and 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 what the reason why again we use those terms is is for sense making right how do i make sense out of a situation that well i've never maybe maybe i've seen it before maybe i've read a story about it maybe i watched yep. a movie or i saw something on a and e and there's some true crime documentary on it but like that's not real to you and they sensationalize that stuff like it's 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 very simple sometimes oh, and the man. more simple it is yep. the more effective that person is at being a predator because they keep things simple at that high organization level they don't rely on on a lot of extraneous shit they exactly. don't rely on a lot of things it weighs that them could down. Go, well and it could go wrong there's too many exactly you know it's like we, we or it we could lead about, back to them there's so many that you're exactly right and, and so so when you know you look for highly organized people okay well you'll see that i see that in uh, uh you know my neighbor when i went to borrow some of his tools and you go in his garage and everything has an exact spot on a pegboard all the screws are in you know every single thing yep. is neat and covered in line because they're they're they they work with tools they rely on that so guess what I expect a higher level of organization. If I see shit thrown all over the place, right, and there's stuff yep. everywhere, is that the guy I want, you know, working on my sink or my electrical or my this? It's like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Now, if if that person's an artist making paintings or something, okay, who knows? Maybe there's going to be crap everywhere. Maybe that's how they get inspiration and their minds cluttered yep. and they get it out through on the canvas, right? There's different types of personality types you can see, but but when I identify those higher levels of organization, it piques my interest, but it also piques my interest in a good way. I want to hire the person that's organized but, that's going to be there on but time. You're exactly happen. right. But Brian, what you keep doing, every time you chime in, you come with a very simplistic way 
of looking at the situation. I'm it's a simple, this or simple it's this. human. Right? Yeah, but so am I. And yeah. I love that about you because what I read yesterday, and it fell right into my chasing TTPs file, uh, because yeah. if you chase TTPs, you're going to be busy all your life and you're never going to catch a bad guy. Yeah. The person was talking about poisoning and they were saying, hey, in all of the stuff that you do, because this guy in China poisoned a bunch of kids, one died, they executed him in record time. I mean, in China, you don't mess oh, around yeah, for very long, right? Yeah. But but the idea was that it's just like the articles that I've seen about the stabbing. Well, hey, if a person's going to kill, they're going to kill. It doesn't matter about the gun. The idea is what you're doing is you're saying, I have to have a separate file folder for every situation. Strangulation has to have a completely sub-sexual strangulation, has to subset in this and that. What we look at is the offender and the situation. So the baseline dictates the type of person that I need to stop in the parking lot. And it's likely that guy dragging that bag full of guns backwards. And you're going, yeah, but you're oversimplifying. No, no. life is oversimplified. Yeah. You're overcomplicating it. What well, you're doing is you're taking a look at a TTP and saying we have to have a complete workup for our emergency services protocol for this specific event. Now, yeah, you need Narcan or, or you need uh, the number to poison control and you need to know not to go up at a traffic accident because you can get electric shock. But Brian, what we're talking there is we're talking big picture. There's a big architecture at work in the life and it's some very simple gifts that we've been given. Because if we have, if everything in our life was nuanced and we always had to learn by trying something, there'd be corpses yeah, you, in the yeah. street every day. Yeah. You see? So, so there has to be some big overarching rules that, that we follow. And two of those that are both sides of the same coin are access and boundaries. And so if we can specialize in those, I don't care what you do. I don't care whether you're a teacher or you're a model manufacturer, or you work on people's hair and nails. The idea is that if you understand those things, if you understand the boundaries and the need for them and when to let them down, Okay, because if you never let your boundaries down, you're never going to have kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's certain, you know, life truths out there, right? And probably not a very fulfilling life. But um, exactly. No, and again, this goes down to kind of look at it from almost a a physiological or biological standpoint. Um, The color red creates certain physiological reactions in my primitive brain without me realizing it. Why? Because biology said, Okay, when you see red, um, well, blood is red and blood is supposed to be inside the body, not outside the body. So that could be a danger sign. But when I couple that with certain other things, like if I put red and yellow together, well, that 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 has a certain physiological effect on me, too. I'm getting primitive signals, but I'm also getting hungry, which is (laughs) why I have so many fast food places. They're always have red or yellow in there. I mean, look at McDonald's in and out, all those different places. But but and so what we're saying is you you look for those cues or those simple things that you find in all places and understand, okay, this is going to be present or cause a certain reaction or or uh, uh, maybe something as a tool that people use to gain access to wherever I see that tool. A key is a perfect example. A key gives you access. So, so if I don't have a key, maybe I have to make a key, right? Uh, if certain people are allowed certain keys into certain areas of your home or your building or your office, wherever you go to yep. school, those type of things. It's like, okay, so who am I giving a key to in a sense and allowing access? And, and, yeah, and what you just did is you set up an entire industry. So if I want to overcome your key, I buy a big pair of Doc Martin boots and I boot the door. 
But if you buy a three inch screw instead right. of the one and a half inch screw, it'll, for hold, your that. Bell, it'll hold that back. Right. So what we're doing, Brian, is now you've just hit on the scientific method. That's exactly how these things work. You move and then the wave on this side creates a need. And then I build to bridge that gap. Right. But that's not chasing TTPs. What that is, is understanding the likelihood of what's going to occur that's, next. If I can predict that. That's I'm going to is a, a pattern plus the analysis of the pattern. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 uh, that's adaptation. That's, that's, yes. that's evolution. So, I mean, that's what, let me, let me, about. let me say it this way. Okay. So take grandpa or grandma and place them, uh, face up on a white sheet and let them vacillate there for an hour, then roll them over on the, the other side of the white sheet for an hour. Now I want you to do the same thing with your 1978, uh, uh Chevy Malibu. Okay. If you've got shit that's leaking out, there's something wrong with the vehicle. And if you sample the shit that leaked out, okay, you'll be able to tell exactly where the problem is. So you can either choose to fix your engine when the engine light comes on, or you can put a Band-Aid on it. And that's what we're talking about here, right? I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, but hey, I know you're going to try it now. I know you're going to try it with your old man, you know? Oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah, but it works, yeah? So, so in the simplest form of things, the simplest answer, you know, I, I, I'm saying that when we take a look at this, look, in any segment of society, like like they say, there's a 10%, I read this, I can't remember when it was, probably six months ago, they said uh, there's a 10% chance that your kid is going to be sexually molested by a teacher during their time in school from the time to kindergarten until uh, the time that they graduate. 10% is a huge number. a huge number. And if that's actually true, what are we doing wrong here? Uh, there's no I question why we have school definitely, shootings. Definitely. Okay. De but let's go back. One out of every 10 kids is. Come on. That this is let's go back to what you said about who the most likely offender is. When it's a homicide, who's the most likely offender? Someone they know. The person that's in a relationship with yep. them. Yeah. Okay. If it's somebody that's going to molest you. Who is it going to be? Most likely a family member because yep. they've already been given uh, an amount of access. Mm -hmm. Now, why do we say the swimsuit areas are your private thing and only your parents, you and the doctor can touch them? Because we need to set boundaries. boundaries. Go simple. You guys spend so much time on this social media. And all you do is make the 15 rules to make oh, God. this thing. <laughs> Dude, I tune out at two. Yeah. If you haven't caught me by one or two, I'm not going to listen. So what we're saying on the podcast, I think what we're saying, Brian, because, you know, you've, you've had very little sleep and, and I don't know if you know we're still on the podcast. But the idea is uh, uh, what I think we're saying here, Brian, is don't make it bigger than it is. It's probably simpler than you think. And if you take a look at the most basic root causes, there's probably two or three things that you could see that would set a pattern. Three is always better. Five is even better. And from that pattern, you can analyze ML and MD and come up. Is it a situation where I need to restrict access and create boundaries? Do I need to uh, lower my boundaries with my kids so they'll talk to me? Do yeah. I need to uh, take the lock off of their door? Uh, uh, you know, and, and go in the room and check their phone. You talk about that with the insurgent all the time. This yeah. is a function of access and boundaries. And, and you know what? You got to feel very open going in and checking your daughter's phone. Max has a phone, folks, but he's just learning to text now because <laughs> he's only four weeks old. But uh, no, but seriously, right? When you're talking about that, that's what this is. It's a function of how far well, you will go to find out what quotients, what variables are important 
in the pattern to to analysis. And, well, and, and that's what we talk about from you know threat mitigation. I know a lot of people always ask us questions about like kind of yep. like like some like personal safety stuff and then what people are calling situational awareness. We don't really get into that stuff because one, people are usually teaching TT tactics, techniques and procedures or something. It's like, exactly. great, that works for you and you want to carry some weapon or mace or whatever you want to do that. And you want to have this protocol that you go through everywhere yep. you go. Hey man, if it works for you, awesome. Like I, I just, but, but you know, I look at it from this like, okay, well, I, how do I deny someone access to me and my family Precisely. if I don't want them? It's, it's very simple. Okay. What are some then? Because what you do there is you, you then can be creative or you can use what you have in that location at that given time at that given place. And that's the tool versus the, well, I always carry a, you know, slapjack on me. It's like, okay, but yeah. no, you don't. And you're going to forget it one day. And if that's all you're thinking about, I'm thinking about it cognitively. How do I deny someone access right now while I'm filling up with gas? What can I do right now in this yep. environment? Then the next place I go, how do I deny someone access to my family when we're sitting here at this, you know, to my wallet or whatever, to my computer, it's just, it's to my car. Thing. Exactly. Looking at these Spot tools, on. you keep looking at, you know, the next thing you have to buy. It's like, well, then you're, you're always going to be behind the curve. You're always you looking have for to some be. tactic, technique, exactly. or procedure. And it, and that's 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 generally unnecessary, right? People did that stuff before those things were invented. People were able to survive those situations. So yep. maybe, just maybe, you might be able to too. And you don't have to go buy something and learn how to use it. I mean, we're we're talking about very low calorie, uh, low risk, high 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 return, right? That's yep. the point of having this sort of cognitive framework and a lexicon on which to describe it, right? Exactly. It, it makes the picture more clear, right? That that goes back to your full raptor, Greg. You're exactly and, right. And, and, and it allows me to not just think of it as one thing that I need to have on me at all times. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I still, like I carry the door wedge and the tourniquet on me all the time when we I do. travel because it's such a low calorie thing. Exactly. And it's smart, man. I return that if you ever yep. need it, it's high 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 return and it yep. doesn't take up much space in my bag but but i don't rely on that right we build in access and denial and boundaries into everything that you do i mean that's the perfect words like we always have our own table set up when we're teaching a course You're that exactly goes right. in between us and the students over at wherever because we need that room buddy we want because that's a boundary you don't get to you come behind it. this desk right we establish that right up front why because we build it into everything that we do so i'm not caught behind the curve and and and, and when so, you look at it like this way it just becomes a little bit more universal and easy to adopt on a daily basis. On a daily basis. It's a gem. It's something you can give your kids. You can give your wife or significant other before they go out to work or to panhandle, whatever it is that they do. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah, I've been more yeah, I gotta, She's got to earn. Okay. Let's go, kiddo. Exactly. Somebody's got to make our money. Wait till so. Max can hold a pan, right? Yeah. And we'll get him to handle. Uh, uh, let me talk about an upcoming episode. Folks, We've got an upcoming episode and Brian and I are still doing the time and the research and the background on it because we want to give the right answers to you. And, and we're going to be talking about uh, trafficking and we're going to go straight to the world leading experts on it to make sure that we get you the right answers. But while we're doing that, let's talk about the problem. A problem has to have a bunch of hands in it to remain a problem. And I'll give you an example. And if you're a kid, tune out right now. And if you're adult, stay on. Uh, spoiler alert, there is no Santa Claus, okay? Wait, How what? do we create a myth? I know, I know. Have another shot of bourbon. Uh, 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 bourbon solves so many ills. <laughs> there is no Santa Claus. So how do so many kids learn to believe it for so long 
and how come some become crushed? Because so many people play along, yep. play along willingly, unwittingly. Society they play does. along yeah, in absolutely. song and yeah. in poems and in everything else because it's cool. Well, I'll tell you right now, for a segment of society, trafficking is cool because it's making them a lot of money and giving them access to a, a way to lower boundaries. And because there's a phalanx, a, a guarded uh, a chain link and chain mail of those folks, and they use the simplest weapon possible, secrecy. And this whole thing manifests itself into a tough nut to crack. So all problems are like that. And I'm not saying to diminish your problem, but suicide is like that. Suicide is a, a battle of wills with somebody that remains silent on something. Maybe they're screaming to you, but you're not reading that frequency. And, and obesity and, and, and uh, 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 self-mutilation and all of these things, when you take it down to pattern recognition, the next part always has to be the analysis. And that's not what we're that good at, Brian. That's why OSINT no. is such a big thing oh, now, because God. we've had to take a giant jump backwards to find out that all of this stuff is immediately available anyway, right? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying to you folks is that Brian and I consistently try to give you a drop on the tongue that's yeah. going to make you smarter, stronger, faster, harder to kill. But you got to do part of it. You can't just listen to an episode and go out there and go, I am cured. I'm healed. What you got to do is you got to look for those patterns every day. Brian said it, simple, low calorie intervention every day that makes yeah. me a little harder to access, that makes my boundaries a little stronger. Well, that, that's what we're talking yeah, about. And, and you're, you're also, this is how we sort of sift through things. But the, the problem always is too, is starting with good information. And that's, that's the biggest problem right now. Being intentional. Because- well, and starting with good information, with I, good I, informa- you know, I mean, I it, totally it's, agree. It's, you know, well, why, why dig into and see how all of this stuff really works? Cause when I can just watch this two minute black and white Instagram video of someone talking in a very strange voice, right? It's like, you're what exactly the fuck right. Is this shit? Like, this is junk. Like how many, how many junky on ones do I send you? Jesus. I don't know how many like, thousands you go through a day because how, every once in a while I'll find one that's so stupid. I'll send it to you and you go. Yeah, that's been going around for a month now or whatever, yeah. because it's still surprising to me that that stuff garners the hits and the likes. Are, are we that shallow? Is it, that what it is? Well, it's, um, wait, well, I mean, we can, that, that's a whole nother podcast episode that plays into just our emotional content. And that once, once right. you got someone roped in with that, then you got them that said, I don't need to, if I get you emotional about something, I get you fighting, I get you arguing. No, you're about right. something. That's it. I got or loving. Yeah. 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 I, the, a monkey on a on a tricycle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that little pig holding the 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 pinwheel. Have yeah. you ever seen that one? Whee! Yeah. You know, oh, I'm hooked. I, I can't stop. I don't even care what the product is. I have no idea well, what the product a, that, is, but I'll watch that, it. That is true because you get the really bad information ones, but then the same ones that go viral are like the adorable or funny cat video of it exactly. doing something. I mean, because that plays our emotions. Have you, go, oh, I love that. I have <laughs> the cure for cancer. Three likes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cat falling. You know, wearing a pair of your shoes, the, the cat, uh, that's two cat billion sl- views, cat slowly pushing your drink off the ledge till it falls oh on the ground. God. A million people. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, good point. I think we just but, wrote another episode. Yeah, that that's uh, I don't know, though. I if when when we anytime I have those conversations with people, they get they really, really take it the wrong way. So p- partly that. But might why be do you get defensive? Exactly. Because everyone goes, well, you're saying I'm like, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said exactly. at all. No, and nobody likes way. to be exposed. Why? Because you have yeah. your boundaries up on what? On your opinion. Opinion-based right. testimony is the worst. Eyewitness testimony is the worst. Yeah. But your boundaries are probably higher there 
And you probably think you're a lot smarter than you are. I know I do. You know what well, I'm so much, so, so much there's of this nothing stuff, wrong with so much of this stuff it. is just basic mimicry. People don't even realize what they're putting out there because they're just mimicking right. what everyone else is doing, which is actually a good thing. Meaning that social mimicry means people are communicating. Yes, I take cues from you. Oh, I'm doing the same thing, and now you're just throw, but you're throwing shit out there yep. that you're like you don't even know what you're doing anymore. You're not even Brian, paying Brian, we have a we have a very good friend that we've known for a long time. That every message they send is in bold size 26 font, no oh, matter Jesus. what method. Yeah. And saying, please, oh, I've been this to ask everybody you know. Dropped off yeah. the net for a while, or I might <clears throat> not be uh, getting him anymore. I, I, so. I think that's what it is. I think that our uh, the, the idea is that we've raised our standards on how much crap that we'll accept and ingest only because the net's getting flooded. And yeah. I'll tell you this, folks, we'll answer every uh, interrogatory, every question that you send, every we do. comment that you make, we answer every single one. But if every one of your message starts off in red, uh, you know, Helvetica size 26, that <laughs> everybody <laughs> needs to know this, please tell everyone. <clears throat> and it has four why, exclamation points. Why at the are end you of it. yelling at me in your email? That's what even, I was <laughs> Even your email is angry, you know? So no, I agree with you. Uh, and right, and so, we love that person. We just want that person to do better. Yeah, I want about them to, the pattern, want baby. Them to find some balance in their life. Um, exactly, any balance. But uh, uh, so we we talk about a lot with access yeah. and boundaries and how how criminals, terrorists, insurgents will create access if they don't have it, and to to try to use these as sort of lenses. You know, is yep. this person same thing? It just is this person trying to gain access to me? If so why it, meaning meaning what what else should it then it's just the exactly. mlm deco are they doing it to victimize me or are they doing it because they came up to me to ask me for help because they're yep. lost right so people you know, want their say yeah people want their way that's fine people want their say and their way that's a problem yeah a person wants access they're first denied they continue to try to get access well guess what now we have a problem houston yeah. we have a problem because they're demonstrating intent you're exactly right so so, Brian, I can take a couple of those damn coupon cards, not coupon, what do they call it? Recipe cards. Uh, 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 my mom used to have them all the time. And my yeah, mom was the worst mom, cook yeah. in the world. Just oh, so you know. I'm so sorry. It's like, you know, I have nude level of frog. I think she was a witch. But the <laughs> idea is that uh, uh, if you have that, you could put simply two or three of those together with some common things and stick them in your visor. And in the morning while you're warming up your car because it's 32 below in Gunnison, you could take them out and say, hey, people want their way people want their say, but generally they don't want both. Or uh, is this person acting out or acting up? Because it's acting up, it's okay. But acting out is probably a bad thing. Brian, those simple life rules will help me be smarter and safer. And again, a low calorie intervention. I could have them the visor of my police car. I could have them duct taped to my mirror. Remember when we were in Saudi Arabia and at, uh, I won't say the place or who we were with that time, but you remember the mirror? And the mirror was all the things to make sure that when you took a look in the mirror before you walked out the room, you remembered those. And what did we do? We just had the different colored index cards with magic marker and a little bit of tape. That's how you can change a life a little at a time, a little each day. So yeah. simple. No, and that that's 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 why we 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 break it down this way. And it's <clears throat> it's not an oversimplification. I mean, it really isn't. If you if you look at it from from sort of this multi, it's a simplification. Approach, yeah, it's a simplified approach, but it's not oversimplified. No, and it and it allows a better understanding of no matter what it is. You know what I mean? I agree. Uh, so, so just using some of those terms, that's why we talk about it on here. So, 
Um, I think that's a that's a good place to end on. There's kind of a, a lot in there. Um, lot to unpack. I, I think pe- I always ask people, you know, to to reach out with your questions. The left of Greg at gmail dot com, um, and we'll like like Greg said, we'll answer it. Um, if it's something bigger in depth, that's kind of for our Patreon folks. We always get on there with them, um, and we have that that side to to kind of deep dive or get specific cases or if someone doesn't want to bring it up on air we we have yeah we're smart enough to be non-attribution yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, we're not if you're we're not if exactly. you ask us not to share it we're not going to share it or only with, with your other photo certain people. yeah unless well, you pay gonna, us but you pay us. oh yeah unless you pay us not you're gonna to go you're gonna go on that tv yeah. show greg why not <laughs> so holy you, crap you pay them to go on yeah that was a great one <laughs> what a and great got, call and i got roped in because my dear friend brian no, so the, the the guy knew the website. The guy knew everything about well, Brian. Well, he was a legit thing. show, and he is a legit guy, and he is a legit producer. Show, and so yeah. he talks about the episode, and he talks about how much he wants Brian and I on, and what yeah. part of it he wants us to talk about. And then he hits me with the he, and the he is yeah. And all you got to do is pay us fifty four thousand dollars for three minutes <laughs> like, uh, of exposure. I pay you to go on TV. Exactly. I thought those people on TV get paid to be. It's on the TV. John Candy and <laughs> stripes. No. Uh, it, see, if we were it's, in Germany, I'd have to make your bet. It's oh it's God. a good we we may we may work that into to to an episode somehow. But it is a good thing for people to know that when they look at some certain experts or whatever on TV, hey. some of those shows, they may have um they may have paid uh to be in that Largely. spot on that show. So a bunch <laughs> of money. <laughs> so that's always uh, good to know. But all right, well, that's all I got. Anything else for today, Greg? No, but if I had fifty four grand, I wouldn't spend it on that. I mean, that's like, that's no. like Shelly and I's retirement account uh, uh, <laughs> times 10. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh my God, I wish I knew what 50,000 looked like. Yeah. I'm so cheap. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in and don't forget that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.